Welcome to the third of four episodes of Feedstuff Swine Healthline, brought to you by Farmgate Animal Health and focused on mycoplasma hyonemonia. I'm Sarah Muirhead. Today, we're going to learn more about pig immune responses following an mHio infection. I think we all know how mHio is a key player in swine respiratory disease complexes, impacting pork production worldwide. It has a complex relationship with animals and increases the severity of other infections. Today, we're going to break down how mHio impacts a pig's respiratory tract, as well as its influence on different inflammatory and immune responses. Our guest is Dr. Dominique Mays with the Ghent University. He's with the Porcine Health Unit in the university's Faculty of Veterinary Medicine. A veterinarian by training, Dr. Mays specializes in different infectious diseases with an emphasis on respiratory disease. He also does work in sow management and reproduction. Internationally recognized for his expertise in these areas, Dr. Mays has authored 310 publications in international peer-reviewed scientific journals and given 450 presentations during national and international conferences. Here's Dr. Mays. Thank you very much for uh, the introduction, and let's talk about mycoplasma hypermonia, the interactions with the animal and immune responses. Mycoplasma hypermonia is a small and pleomorphic organism as it lacks a shape-defining cell wall. The organism is very difficult to isolate because of its slow growth and potential overgrowth with other mycoplasmas. Upon inhalation, mycoplasma hypermonia adheres to the ciliated epithelial cells of the trachea, bronchi, and bronchioles. Adhesion is followed by ciliostasis loss of cilia, and in the end, possibly, epithelial death. Therefore, mycoplasma hypermonia predisposes animals to concurrent infections with other respiratory pathogens. A repertoire of at least 35 uh, mycoplasma hypermonia proteins have been associated with cell adhesion, including several related to the P97, P102 paralog families. P97 is one of the most important artisans of mycoplasma hypermonia and also the most intensively studied one. Artisans may vary at the cell surface between mHio strains. This may be due to differential transcription of the respective genes, differential translation of the corresponding messenger RNA, and or to post-translational events including the export to the cell membrane and proteolytic processing. The latter implies that proteins are cleaved into smaller proteins, polypeptides or smaller molecules. This process significantly increases the number of adhesins on the bacterial surfaces. In addition, some proteins are moonlighting proteins, meaning that they have multiple functions. They are adhesins, but at the same time, they may act as proteases and be responsible for the breakdown of proteoglycans, disruption of the epithelium, and invasion of mHio in internal organs. Adhesion serves as the starting point of infection. Classical virulence factors, like toxins, are generally lacking in mHio species. MHIO can produce hydrogen peroxide in vitro. However, this is strain dependent. 
and whether the production of hydrogen peroxide should be considered as a virulence mechanism in vivo remains to be investigated. MHIO is able to use myo-inositol as an alternative energy source in the absence of glucose. Since myo-inositol is freely available in the serum of pigs, it might be a suitable alternative energy source for MHIO. Lipid-associated membrane proteins, shortly LAMP, have also been implicated in the pathogenicity of mycoplasmas. They interact with the host mainly through toll-like receptors. In MHIO, whole membrane lipoprotein fractions induced apoptosis in various cell types. Furthermore, LAMPs activate the production of nitric oxide and reactive oxygen species in the host cell. Mycoplasmas need to scavenge nutrients, including nucleotides, from their environment, and therefore they are well known for their potent membrane nucleases. A well-recognized membrane nuclease is MNUA, membrase, membrane nuclease A. Macrophages and neutrophils may form extracellular traps mats or nets, respectively, consisting of chromatin fibers rich in DNA, host defense proteins, and also enzymes, allowing immobilization and killing of invading microbes. MNUA could be a surface nuclease that is responsible for the degradation of nets or mats, allowing MHIO to escape the immune defense and, at the same time, using the nucleotides as nutrients for proliferation. Many other potential virulence factors have been studied, such as biofilm formation, integrative and conjugative elements, potentially encoding virulence traits, and immunoglobulin G binding protein. Further research, however, is needed to assess their role in MHIO infections. The interaction of mycoplasma hypermonia with the immune system of the host is not yet fully elucidated. Some components of the immune system may both help and hinder the development of mycoplasma-induced pneumonia. Innate immunity is present at birth and induces an immediate but non-specific protection. Macrophages, neutrophils, and dendritic cells are the main cells involved in innate immune responses. Macrophages have a phagocytic as well as a regulatory function. Neutrophils have a strong phagocytic function, but they are generally less abundant in case of MHIO infection. Dendritic cells have a role as antigen-presenting cell for the induction of T-cell responses and also for innate immune responses. Pathogen-associated molecular patterns, abbreviated as PAMPs, are present on the pathogen and may interact with pathogen recognition receptors, PRR, present in the animal. PRR, such as toll-like receptor 2 and toll-like receptor 6 in the respiratory tract, recognize lipoproteins of mycoplasma hypermonia. 
the activation of this signal pathway leads to the production of pro-inflammatory cytokines like tumor necrosis factor alpha, interleukin-1 beta, and interleukin-6 by alveolar macrophages. The increased tumor necrosis factor alpha levels upon a high infection might also be one of the possible mechanisms for the potentiation of PERS-induced pneumonia by mycoplasma hyperammonia. Upon in vitro infection of swine epithelial cells with MHIO, changes in gene expression were found. Several genes related to immune response and inflammation, such as C3 complement, and the release of different chemokines were upregulated. These chemokines may attract myeloid cells. The same study also found a downregulation of cellulary genes. The role of the innate immunity against MHIO infection has been underestimated so far, and therefore more research is needed to better understand innate immune responses, not only upon MHIO infection, but also upon vaccination against mycoplasma hyperammonia. An adaptive immune response is acquired, so it's not present at birth. This response recognizes specific pathogens. It retains a memory and also it improves with experience. B cells have a central role in the humoral part of the adaptive immune response. Distinction can be made between antibodies in the serum and mucosal antibodies present locally in the respiratory tract. MHIO-specific serum IgG antibodies are detected three to four weeks post-infection. They peak after 11 to 12 weeks and then decrease very gradually. After booster infection, serum antibody titers clearly increase and then slowly decline again. MHIO-specific IgM in serum can be detected as early as nine days post-infection under experimental conditions. When infection occurs naturally, seroconversion is usually slower and also more variable. Mucosal antibodies precede serum antibodies following infection, but they decline faster. And hyospecific IgA can be detected in nasal swabs as early as six days post-infection. Levels peak 12 to 16 days post-infection and then decline steadily afterwards. Mycoplasma hyperammonia-specific IgG levels in serum induced by vaccination are not correlated with severity of lung lesions in MHIO-infected pigs, suggesting that systemic antibodies play a minor role in protective immunity. The role of mucosal antibodies in protection against MHIO is still unclear. Some studies demonstrated that they did not correlate with protection whereas other studies emphasize their role in preventing adhesion of the MHIO to the ciliated cells of the respiratory tract. In addition to the humoral response, there is also a cell-mediated response upon MHIO infection. T-cell-mediated immune responses are more complex, but they are considered important for protection against mycoplasma hyperammonia infection.
removing the thymus of animals resulted in systemic spread of the organism, illustrating the importance of CMI for protection. Naive CD4 positive cells may evolve to different helper T cells, Th1, Th2 and Th17, and to regulatory T cells. Helper T cells are important for protection against MHIO and are also most abundant in lymphocytic infiltration in the lung tissue. Regulatory T cells have a role in immune regulation. Apart from naive CD4 cells, also CD8-positive cytotoxic T cells are observed in MHIO lesions, but they are generally less numerous than CD4 cells. The helper one responses contribute to protection against mycoplasma infections by interferon gamma-mediated activation of macrophage killing. The helper two responses are less efficient in, in controlling the infection. TH17 immune responses are important to protect mucosal surfaces, to promote epithelial cell regeneration, mucus and antimicrobial protein production, and the release of neutrophil recruitment. Following a mycoplasma infection, TH17 cells could protect the lung mucosa by attracting other immune cells for pathogen clearance and by elevating secretory IgA levels in the airway lumen. The major characteristic of CD8 positive cells is killing infected cells. Since there is some evidence that MHIO is able to invade porcine epithelial cells, this characteristic of CD8 positive uh, cells might be relevant in the immune response against MHIO. A higher relative number of CD8-positive cells has been found in pigs vaccinated with the commercial Mhyobacterin, suggesting that CD8-positive cells have a protective role in Mhyo infections. Interferon gamma-producing CD8-positive T cells may dampen the pro-inflammatory Th cell responses and skew the responses towards a protective Th1 response. Maternally derived immunity in piglets may result from infection and or vaccination of the sows. It provides some protection to the piglets, but it does not prevent colonization nor lesion development. And depending on the initial antibody titers, maternal antibodies are detectable in piglets until 30 to 65 days of age. In conclusion, Mycoplasma hyperimmunia adheres to the ciliated epithelium of the trachea, bronchi and bronchioles, causes damage to the mucosal clearance system, modulates the immune system, and renders the animal more susceptible to other respiratory infections. The pathogenesis is not yet fully understood, but it's clear that MHIO possesses many mechanisms to severely damage the respiratory tract and the animal host. Cell-mediated and likely also mucosal humoral responses are considered important for protection. Although infected animals are not able to rapidly clear the pathogen from the respiratory tract, an imbalance in pro- and anti-inflammatory cytokines play a role in tissue damage and lung lesions.
A better understanding of the protective immune responses is needed to develop better vaccines and to optimize the control of mycoplasma hyperimmune infections. Today's discussion on MHIO and its role in swine respiratory disease is the third in a four-part series being brought to you by Farmgate Animal Health. As we heard Dr. Mays explain, MHIO has a complex interaction with pigs and influences the animal's immune system in multiple ways. MHIO is a contributor to swine respiratory disease and causes major economic losses to the pig industry. One choice for the control of swine respiratory disease is Avelisin water-soluble granules. This is a product that was approved this year for the control of MHIO, giving it the broadest label indication of any product for the control of SRD. What about you? Do you have any questions for Dr. Mays? What strategies are working well for you to control MHIO? We'd love to hear from you. So please email your questions or comments to swinehealthline at farmgate.com. That's swinehealthline at farmgate.com. And please join us for the next episode of Feedstuff Swine Healthline being brought to you by Farmgate Animal Health. We will have Dr. Amy Mashoff, Associate Director of Health at the Mashoffs LLC, and she will be talking to with us about her experiences with MHIO control and eradication programs. I'm Sarah Muirhead. Thank you for listening to Feedstuff Swine Healthline. <music>